0: down go
1: okay i'm jeff i'm aaron this is the final word for the fourth time, <laughs> the fourth time. so l- let me just cue you in on something here um we just spent 57 minutes
0: honestly at this point it's over an hour
1: okay uh, over an hour trying to record a podcast not trying we succeeded oh, we yeah. recorded the podcast but it was terrible it was subpar there was no passion in it whatsoever um the topic was procrastination and i think about 20 minutes in we both kind of realized that we either didn't have anything else to say, but we still continued talking.
0: And I'm really 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 good at talking and like rambling on. That's the
1: reason we're doing this is the idea that we can both talk and ramble. And, but and the problem so, is about halfway through we just stopped yeah, caring. Yeah, and we kept going though and it was weird. And so I'm proposing a new topic. And the topic I'm proposing now is passion. Hmm. What is passion? Why does passion exist? What are like we passionate this. about? I like this little off-the-cuff. Yeah, and, and so because we recorded something for an hour and probably aren't going to post it, unless you really want to hear it, it's not great.
0: Maybe um, one of these days. Maybe, maybe you know it'll what? Maybe, get up there one of these maybe
1: days. Maybe what we'll do is we'll cut off the, the final word portion of it and just tack it onto this one because the part, the final word was okay.
0: Yeah, I like I like the word. I like the word, but honestly, even the final word part started. It was just all bad. It was like, I, there, was, I mean, there was no more. We do there. not want this one to turn that way. So, passion. I like it. What is passion? What do you feel passionate about? Um, I feel like we are doing this podcast because we're passionate about it on some level. I mean, I wouldn't even say the
1: podcast is what we're passionate about. We're just passionate about sharing ideas. Yeah, absolutely. and at some point, we decided to throw those ideas into a microphone and throw them in your face
0: I've definitely there's definitely been a lot of thoughts on like what am I passionate about or what does that even mean Yeah, Um, and I think ideas um, this is going to sound potentially um, uh, elitist I mean what are we if not elitist? of course I am very passionate about ideas and about thinking, like being able to think through something. Yeah. Um, I'm really good at it and I like doing it sometimes to my detriment as I start thinking in circles. And, um, if you listen to the procrastination podcast, I think I'm talking in circles a lot.
1: Yeah. Um, I, you know what I think what we're going to do, I think we'll put up the procrastination one and then immediately following it, we'll put this one and just like, we apologize Um, anyways, so so the reason I want to talk about passion is for the longest time, I always thought I had a bit of an issue and that's that I don't have any passion. Mm, I don't have have, any motivation. I have,
0: I have been there. Uh,
1: so, okay, this is going to sound also kind of not elitist, but what's the word that basically means I'm better than you?
0: Hoity-toity?
1: No, it's a better word than that.
0: Um, hey,
1: hoity-toity is a fun word. It's a fun word. Anyways, I'm not trying to sound this way. It's just... When I was in, in school, I was very good at most things and school was pretty easy. Mm-hmm. I got through uh, high school, college, grad school, all that kind of stuff. You didn't have
0: to try too hard. I
1: did not have to try very mm-hmm. hard. And I quickly realized how much that sucks mm-hmm. because I never, everything I've done up to this point has been something that has fallen into my lap or has just been the natural progression of my life. Mm-hmm. So I went through high school because you have to go through high school. And then at the end of high school, someone was like, you need to go to college because you're smart. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. I'll do that. Uh, I only applied to the colleges that that person basically suggested and got into one of them. Uh, While I was in college, I, again, floated through life more or less, uh, got the grades I needed to get, got the things I needed to get done. But in the end, uh, I was senior year, getting close to the end of the year. And it came up what I was going to do next. And one of my teachers was like, oh, you're pretty smart. You should go to grad school. So I was like, oh, that's what I will do. And so I sat down. I filled out an application to the gr- two grad schools that they told me I should go to. And I went to grad school. And while I was in grad school, they're like, I just kind of floated through, did what I needed to get done, um, somehow managed to get a PhD. And then the next course of action was, oh, well, you get a postdoc. That's what you do when you finish grad school. And again, either lucked my way in or I'm, I don't know what the situation is, but somehow I got a postdoc and that's where I am right now. And this entire time I've wondered, I've been trying to find the thing that I am passionate about because yeah, I can totally make a living with what I'm doing uh, right now at NREL. Uh, It's a very good job. Love it a lot. But I don't know if it's my passion because it was just the thing that happened and that's my rant on passion.
0: I am very similar in that way. Um, again with school. And there is a word. I don't know what the right word is. You're talking about like being better than others. I'm not saying this because I'm better than others. But
1: Patronizing? Maybe. Yeah.
0: Eh, well, maybe we'll think about it. We'll think of it. Um, but yeah, I was, I'm a smart person. So is Jeff.
1: Um, Man, you can't even say the phrase, know. I'm a smart person without some kind of an ass. Like an right,
0: asshole. I know. and it's like, I'm not like, I am a smart person, I'm not trying to be an ass about it. It's like the same, somebody who's really athletic. Somebody can say I'm really athletic and it doesn't come across as it, them being a... You're, you're entirely right. Like, uh, if someone who clearly was
1: athletic said, I'm a pretty athletic person, I'd be like, yes, you are. Right. But if the, somebody else said, I'm very smart, you like, like, go... You douchebag. No, <laughs> you know here. what, smart people don't say they're smart.
0: right. So like school was genu general generally easy. Like there were definitely times in college especially um I struggled a little bit, but quite honestly, I did not try that hard in college. If I had tried harder in college, I would have done better, but I didn't need to. Like I did totally fine. And so the word we're looking for is arrogant. Yes. That is definitely the word. Yes. Wow, and that's not a really complicated word. either. No. at least for me. <laughs> Being arrogant. <laughs> um, no, you're just Aaron Git. Uh, His name is
1: Aaron. That's why it's funny. Wow,
0: well, people. You know, I think they realized my name was Aaron.
1: I mean, not necessarily.
0: Did I mean, we even
1: we, introduce ourselves? We this did time? introduce okay, this we did. Time. okay,
0: that was why it took us four times. Yeah.
1: No, I'm confused. This is all bad.
0: Yes. So, I remember. So, in college, I studied aerospace engineering. When I was growing up, especially, like, in high school, and I, I loved Star Trek, I loved sci-fi, and I had these kind of delusions of grandeur, being an astronaut and whatnot, and I started doing aerospace, and it was like, okay, this is not really what I was expecting. But I did it anyways, because, like...
1: It was just it, a situation where it, was, it, it wasn't hard enough to get you to stop, but it wasn't interesting
0: enough to make you want to do it. Right, and quite honestly... I still don't know what I want to do with my life. Yeah. And like, I feel like there are certain things I'm passionate about. I just don't necessarily know how to pursue it in a way. Yeah. Like, like, so I am, especially at this point, we've gone down a certain track. It's hard to switch tracks, right? There's momentum. Yeah. Very much so. I work on computers. I help people with their computers. I set up computer systems, it stuff. Yeah. Um, I think I'm pretty good at it, and it's something I can keep going for a while. It's not something I ever thought I was really going to do, and even now it's not something like, oh my God, I love what I'm doing. One of the things I've had to kind of teach myself is you don't have to be – work doesn't necessarily have to be your passion. It's awesome if it is, Mm -hmm. but you can can have passion – You can be passionate about something else that isn't work related. Yeah, I mean that's Um, what hobbies are, right? Right, but even then, it's hard to like. If you ask me, what am I passionate about?
1: I mean, I could definitely game. I wish you could see
0: my face right now. Yeah, you know, it's it was it was this kind of contorted. I don't know how to answer that question. I mean, I I
1: could say the things that I think you're passionate about. You're passionate about sci-fi.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting. You know, that's true, and I would never have really thought about it that way. I think, and I don't know if you look at it this way too, and it's probably not the the correct way to look at passion, is like something that you want to do or something that you do.
1: I, th- I think it's more than just want. And then these might be synonyms, but I think it's something you desire to do, which mm-hmm. I think is a more powerful Definitely, want. Yeah, a Want is like you're, you're going through the grocery store and you see a candy bar and you're like, I kind of want that candy bar. Mm-hmm. Desire is...
0: I want to be able to make that candy bar.
1: Yeah, actually, that's where I was going to go, and then
0: realized I, there's probably a better, better analogy. Oh, actually, for it. no. This actually, this analogy is perfect. Babka, food. So there's a food called babka. Not the cat. Not the cat. The cat's named after the food. Look up bopka. I don't feel like explaining what it is. It's b a b k a. It's the greatest food ever. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Anyways, I get when I go to New York, I get bapka. I really want bopka when I go to New York because it's so good. Jeff and I, mostly on Jeff's behest, we made babka once. That was kind of a little bit of a passion project in a sense. Yeah, yes, Because yes. it was like, I had talked to Jeff about babka so much. I don't think you've ever actually had babka. No, and I it, kind of, I, I
1: did. you eventually did bring me some from New York, but the babka that we made was not babka. <laughs> no,
0: it was, um, it didn't come out well. But we did it and it felt really good. Yeah. And, and there was like, there was a passion there. And so, what's really interesting, and, and I'm
1: going to point this out right now, there's a huge difference between the the podcast that we're doing right now and the one that we just did. Absolutely. Like, I feel... We are like both a lot more excited about it. There's an this. energy here, right? Yes. Um, I would say I am passionate about doing this podcast, and it's not because I'm thinking I'll do it so that something in the it'll be useful in the future. Mm-hmm. I just like sitting here talking about shit that I actually care about. And I think...
0: Yeah. And I think there's also for me, there's a bit of a motivation of, okay, we got to do better. Yeah. Yeah. Our I, last podcast, it just, I don't know why. You
1: know what? That's not even, it, it, it's, not just, even yeah. it's not even, it's not even talked about it anymore. Um, um, but I will say this, something we did mention in the previous one, uh, that is now relevant here as well. Um, you can actually get statistics based on who downloads your, your podcast. Uh, and Aaron found out that there's a map that shows you where, you, where people have downloaded mm-hmm. it from. Uh, we have five people from Washington at, well, Five downloads from, from Washington, Washington and uh, two from Colorado in the past, like, I don't know, 30, 30 days, two or weeks, some, like some, some period like of time. Weeks,
0: I don't remember.
1: Um, And once I saw that, that map with the, the few little ticks, yeah, seven ticks, plus, like, three or four other just random around the world, I was like, that is so cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, it doesn't even have to be big. It's just, it's cool to know that something I have done, I've put out into the world, mm-hmm. somebody else cared enough to actually listen to it. Mm-hmm and i that's i think that's what a passion is i think it's no. something that you do not for yourself but for the you do it for its own sake mm-hmm. and then you reap the rewards
0: yeah i can see what you're saying uh and i also think and this isn't an, a necessity of passion but passion isn't always easy no like being passionate about something is it takes effort. Yeah. And so so I'm thinking um, of I'm gonna I'm gonna do a shout out, Anthony. <laughs> Anthony, you are passionate about climbing fourteeners.
1: Yeah, I'd say I that. And I
0: admire that a lot.
1: Actually I'd say Anthony's passionate
0: about a lot of things. Yeah. And it's And I'm... you're really and and I wish I had that kind of passion where like, I do like hiking, and I have climbed a couple 14ers. It's really freaking hard, though. Yeah. And if you don't have the passion for it, you're not going to be able to do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I,
0: yeah, it's... That's a little bit of an ego boost for you, Anthony. I expect something in return at some point. I don't oh. know what, but, yeah. Um. That That's a joke, by the way. No, it's not. Not entirely.
1: <laughs> At the very minimum of a text saying, thank you, I feel really yes. good about this. Yeah, that.
0: Yes, I want a text. <laughs> if I don't get a text, it means you didn't listen to this podcast. Ooh. Anyway, Which I don't particularly blame you. No. Um, we'll see. It'll be actually kind of a funny little test.
1: So just because I feel like asking questions is a great way to keep this thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: in, engaging. When you were younger, like I'm talking grade school. Mm-hmm. Did you want to be an astronaut when you grew up? I did. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So then
1: I was just confirming that yeah. from your story from previously. Yeah.
0: So this is this is actually something I've struggled with a little bit. Of I had this passion. I want to be an astronaut, and it kind of stayed with me. I probably until college. Like at some uh-huh. point in college, and then certain realities hit. Of like, okay, like being an astronaut isn't and i knew it wasn't a simple thing but you suddenly you know you you get kind of the weight of the world on you and you realize oh my god there's all these things i have to do and very few people actually get to the point of being an astronaut yeah um so like certain realities hit and it was kind of was always kind of sad that i never
1: given the opportunity an right now would you become an astronaut would you still
0: consider that something you would want to be i don't know at this point okay i think I think if somebody came up to me and said, okay, these are the steps you need to take, and if you do all of this stuff, you will be an astronaut, I would do it. You think so? I think so. No matter what was on that list? I mean, within reason. Uh, I think having a list, having a concrete list of, if you do this, if you do all of this... Check these off, and you will get. Even if it was really, really difficult, I think I'd do it. What's interesting is that list exists. To an extent,
1: I mean, not really. It's it's a the the only there's there's basically only one um, bottleneck in there, and that's getting hired.
0: Right, and that's that's the big that's the. It's a pretty big bottleneck. Right, that's like the huge bottleneck because it's like, uh, but it would be one of those checklists. Right, true to an extent. Um, It's a pretty
1: windy day. Some sort of like tarp just hit our window. If you heard it, anyways, continue on it.
0: So, I think passion and self-esteem, I think, are very related. So, you think somebody with low self-esteem can't act on their passions? Not necessarily, but believing in yourself is a big, I think, a big aspect of being passionate in something. Sure. That, um, if I really wanted to be an astronaut, if I truly wanted to be an astronaut... I would have pursued it in some way, shape, or form. Even if I didn't get there, I would probably have kept trying. So
1: you're saying the fact that you're not an astronaut now meant you probably didn't really want to be an astronaut?
0: No. What I'm saying is I didn't believe in myself enough.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: And there's a whole slew of reasons behind that that we I'm not going to get into this podcast
1: that's going to be for therapy cast, uh Yes. Every Thursday. Well,
0: there you go. Um, that it's hard to be passionate about something. And it's a lot easier that you reach a speed bump, whatever that speed bump is, and you're like, all right.
1: I think you're right. I think it's a lot easier to say, oh, I guess I wasn't passionate about that, rather than continue to pursue X, said passion.
0: Right. And so, you know, it's difficult to say, like, I think I was passionate about being an astronaut. I don't think I've ever... I'm, I'm reneging on what I said earlier. I don't think I ever really lost the passion, per se, but... The realities of the world
1: just pushed you away from it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. Um, so, uh, a different question. Uh, the one that, you know, every career counselor always asks everyone, you know, when they're young. If you had infinite yeah. money, what would you do with your life?
0: Yeah. I always... I love the scene in Office Space. Yeah, um, let's not get into that. Michael Bolton. Yeah. Um, that it's a dumb question. Which it kind
1: of it is. It is kind of a
0: dumb question. But I get it. Well, well, okay. So you've been the one asking me questions a lot. I'm going to ask you. If you had... Um, I'm going to rephrase it. Not if you had a million dollars. If money was not a driving factor in your life... hmm What would you do? Well, so here's the fun thing about that
1: answer. Is... It's only been recently that I figured out what I, how I would answer that question. Uh, probably for up until the last year at least, my answer to that question has always been nothing. If I if money didn't matter, I would just sit around, play games all day, uh, watch TV all day, and I just enjoy that. Um, that answer has changed recently. Now that I actually have a job and kind of start working towards passions, I would want to do something creative. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, deciding what did you want to be when you grew up was kind of a question that was not – like I was so good at math that it was just kind of assumed Mm -hmm. that I'd become a mathematician in some respects. Mm -hmm. And I never really even questioned that because, again, I was kind of lazy and just went with the flow. Mm -hmm. I wish I could redo that because I would have pursued one of my passions, which would have been acting
0: Mm.
1: or game development or media production. It's never too late. It isn't, and that's half the reason why I've always been pushing so hard to do this podcast is because it's an opportunity to move into a different – to switch tracks. Yeah. I I mean, it's not going to happen, or if it does, it's going to be a long and arduous journey, but I'm wanting to take it now. Right, and that's – I think the – what is the phrase? Youth is wasted on the young or something, shit something like, like that? Something
0: like that, yeah. That's, yeah, something along those lines. If,
1: if I, only I had knew yeah. a longer, long time ago that what I actually okay. wanted to do was what I wanted to do, okay. man, I would have changed. Right.
0: Well, not very – very few people I think have experienced that in their life of knowing what they wanted to do at a young age and doing it. Yeah. I, Although
1: I just, I've definitely had classrooms with those guys. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, you know what I want to do? I want to do – X and I'm going to do X yeah, and, and you're like
0: that's awesome cool guy yeah but I think um, for myself there is a very I don't think you can um, how do I put this passion motivation self esteem they're kind of all boiled together uh huh and that for For someone like myself who has struggled with self-esteem, struggled with anxiety, it can be difficult to be passionate about something because there's a fear that I'm not going to be able to do it. So I don't want to like get my hopes up. And honestly, I'm 36 now and it's not until recently where I've realized that that is a really faulty way of thinking. Yeah. Right. Like, cause otherwise you're just, you're never going to do anything because there's a fear of failure. Yeah. So, um. So, uh,
1: what I was going to say is, you know, you hear a lot of people say, follow your dreams. The best job you'll ever have is one that you're passionate about or blah, blah, blah. Yeah, or. like
0: if you love your job, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah.
1: Have you ever noticed the people who say follow your dreams are usually the people who've gotten theirs? Yes. It's one of those things. It's like, um, Taylor Swift saying follow your dreams is like a lottery winner saying invest in lottery tickets. Right. <laughs> Right, it, it's there's a trade off. Yeah. There's a trade off between doing the thing that you find that you find passionate mm-hmm. and doing the thing that you will get paid for, what, or you'll make yeah. money for, or so you, you can make the a life out of.
0: There's a a huge um, market for self help stuff. Obviously. Oh my god, yes, yep. and some self help stuff actually is interesting and helpful, but most of it really pisses me off (laughs) because it's all about you know believe in yourself get to this point like you just you know do it just do it where there's not a lot of talk of what does that actually mean you know and it's so um
1: and i think the main reason is most people who speak from that perspective also don't know what it means
0: right they've just they've kind of been able to get where they are well, it doesn't really matter how they got there some of them has actually been legitimate work some of the people have just fallen into it but i think there's a lot of when you get to a certain point in your life um where you can do a self-help book um i don't know how much people think about oh, what, how did i get here like wh- how did not like okay i did x y and z but what did that actually mean like what how mentally
1: did, changed
0: right and like how much did I actually have to work on this? And how hard was this? And honestly, is this something I could do again? Yeah. Did the, you know, did the the stars align perfectly? Or, um... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the
1: things that's kind of unfortunate with life. Um You have to live it. Right. Right? So, like...
0: There's no do-overs per se.
1: I was, I'm more going along the lines of whether you found your passion and are pursuing it or you didn't and you have a dead-end job that is sufficient. That's how it is. Yeah. There's not much else you can really do about it. Um, you can you can try to change. Uh, it's hard. But, yeah. And, and, I, I and very possible. A number of like YouTubers I see online that are like, yeah, I used to be an engineer, but then I started doing this and it's great.
0: Yeah. And,
1: but again, lottery winners, yeah
0: right. um and I, I mean, I don't think uh, I feel it was a little too doom and gloom. me, yeah, a little, little bit, but I, I think it's it's never too late, but it is difficult.
1: So the hardest problem I have right now is I have i have, I wouldn't say discovered, but I have realized the thing that I want to do with the rest of my life, if given the, as you said before, money wasn't an object. Would be to create something. Whether that's video games, which is an easier option because it's programming, which I know how to do. Or uh, media production, movies, Mm -hmm. or act or anything like that. Uh, I want to be part of that in some way, one Mm -hmm. way or another. Mm -hmm. The problem is, as I said earlier, I've gotten down this path.
0: It's overwhelming to think, how would I even do that?
1: I mean, not even how would I... I'm so secure in what I'm doing Mm -hmm. that it's hard to think of getting out of that secure place.
0: Uh, I don't know how many of you watched the show friends. Um, it was in one of the earlier seasons. So one of the characters, Rachel, um, worked at a coffee shop and she hated it. She did it because she needed to make ends meet. Uh, she always had a passion for like design and whatnot. And, um, she was complaining to her other friend, hence the name of the show, Friends.
1: I really don't think you need to explain Friends <laughs> to literally anyone. Everybody. But... You never know.
0: You never know. Even a toddler knows what Friends is. Yeah. Anyways, so um, Rachel, and since I'm going to go with Jeff, that everybody knows Friends. Rachel and Chandler are having a discussion. With Chandler. Yeah. I'm giving, you, <laughs> I'm giving Jeff the finger. Um, <laughs> about how... She, you know, wants to change. She wants to do something else, and Chandler says, "Well, you need to quit your job." And she goes, "Well, th- you know, what do I do then?" He's like, "That the fear will motivate you. Yeah, if you quit your job, oh my, you're going to suddenly have fear of I don't have money, so it's going to motivate you to, you know, pursue your dream and." Rachel looks at Chandler, who hates his job, uh-huh. and says, well, why don't you do that? And he's like, oh, I'm too afraid of the fear. No. And, <laughs> I remember this. Yeah, and <laughs> it's like, yep, that sounds about right. Like, yeah. like it's really scary trying to, to pivot. Pivot. I mean, Another pivot. good good friend reference <laughs> yes, there. That was unintentional, but oh, that, no. That,
1: you take credit for that Okay, one. yes, that look.
0: was totally intentional. I did, as I said, pivot, actually. Yeah. Of, yeah. So um,
1: you actually hit a, an interesting point there because whatever job you currently have, if you know the job that you want, you have a couple options. You could immensely pursue that, quit mm-hmm. your current job and just put all your eggs in one basket and go down that and hope the fear is enough.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or you can try to, in your spare time, Pursue little things mm-hmm. that will help you on your stair step towards that other other job. The problem is usually if you have a job, by the time you get home, you, you don't just want really to get do get, anything, right, you know. and so you procrastinate.
0: Well, I think f- for me, one of the things I struggle with is I don't know what that
1: that thing is. That
0: thing is. So I, you know, I I graduated college longer ago than I care to admit at this point. And I wasn't honestly sure what I was going to do after college. And How did
1: you get started with this business?
0: So. I'd
1: never asked that question before. You've never,
0: interesting. Okay. At least not that I can remember. So, um, all right. So I graduated college. I had no idea what I was doing with my life. Um. I kept thinking about grad school, but I didn't know what I wanted to go to grad school for. Yeah. You can't exactly go in as an open option major.
1: The only reason I was able to get in is because I was good at math, and that was the reason I went to grad school. Right, and like, like somebody was no like, you reason should do that. that. Exactly. So
0: the computer business, kind of that story. So um, I was living in Denver um, with a couple of friends, and one of my friends, one of my roommates slash friend, Boyfriend's mother, oh God, um, was a lawyer, and she was leaving her existing pra- practice and starting her own, and she needed help setting up her computers and whatnot. She had no idea how to do any of this, and it was just herself. And so, um, my roommate's boyfriend brought it up, and my roommate was like, "Oh, Aaron is really good at computers. I'm sure he'd be happy to help." Because <laughs> um, at the time, what? I believe. I was working at the Apple Store at that point. So, oh, that's right. Yeah. So we'll back up a little bit. Um, moved to Denver. I was not working. I had nothing. I had saved up a bunch of money because I worked for a year um, at a security monitoring company in IT.
1: So, two questions here. Um, if you are willing to admit, when what what year was this? All right. Just so, I want to kind yeah, of get yeah, yeah. an idea of the economic yeah. situation of the world. Not to know how old you are.
0: All right. So graduated college the end of 2005. Okay. Like, so this is 2005-ish. The... Yeah. So graduate – okay. So 2006, you're going to get a bit of a life story now. 2006 – 2008 was the market crash. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean the economy was always kind of fragile at this point. Sure, sure, sure. So 2006, um, I traveled a lot. and Like that was part of the plan. I knew I was going to graduate college. I was going to travel a lot. I went to Europe. I went to Israel – Yada, yada, yada. Um, 2000, end of 2006, rolls around. I'm living at my home with my parents. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing with my life. I know that experience. Um, It was 2007. um, Daylight savings time changed. The dates for daylight savings times changed.
1: Oh, I see what you meant. I was like, yep, that happens every year.
0: So they changed They changed the actual dates. They changed it so... We had a family friend who owned a security monitoring company, Safe Systems. Okay. Still around, um, and they had just moved into a whole new building. They were growing, and daylight savings time had changed, or was coming. The change was coming. Yeah, yeah. Kind of an important thing when it comes to security monitoring. You need to have the right times on everything.
1: Makes sense. Makes sense. So
0: a lot of things are hard coded in. And there was a lot going on. So um, he asked if I could help them out. He knew I was good at com- So back up even farther. Oh, my goodness. Just get to the... I have always been really good with computers. I've just been... I have that mind. I'm okay. good with computers. So I worked a year at IT for this security company, Security Monitor, because they brought me on, initially just kind of help out. Okay, so you that. were
1: actually IT. Yeah. So yeah. I actually
0: was hired on for a year. Um did not like it for a number of reasons. I left. I had made. I was living with my parents, so I had saved up a fair amount of money at that point. I left in 2008. I traveled for a bit again. Moved to Denver near the end of 2008. Was not working.
1: To, uh, to the place that you're currently at right
0: now? No, no, in Denver. Oh, in, De- uh, in Denver. Right. We're not in Denver, um, we're in Boulder. Yeah. Um, wasn't working. And this is actually kind of interesting. I, speaking of passions, I volunteered on Obama's presidential campaign. Oh, So you're the reason he got elected. Yes, totally. That's, yes. Um, So I actually got very heavily involved with that, which was actually really nice because that was, there was a passion there. Yeah. And I was doing okay monetarily at that point. So I was able to like throw myself into that. Um, But, you know, 2009, I was like, oh, I need a job. I've always been a huge fan of Apple. There was an Apple store not that far away. I applied. How
1: was the process of application? Was it one of those... Uh,
0: I don't even remember. It no. was an online thing. Did you have to
1: do the thing where it was like you had to answer fifty questions and some of them were like it's no, okay to steal from your employer.
0: No, I didn't have to go that stupid thing. Oh god, that's stupid. Yeah, I don't honestly I don't really remember what the application process was. So, long story short, anyway, I got hired on at Apple. You're at Apple. Um, it was fine. Like it was retail. I wasn't doing the retail stuff, but it was still retail. You still have ten different managers and I liked the people I was working with, but I knew it was, you know, again, this is not something I want to do with the rest of my life. While I was working there at Apple is when we get back to the first beginning of the story (laughs) of my roommate's boyfriend's mother needing help with computer stuff and everybody knowing, oh, he's working at Apple. He's good with computers. Um, So I helped her out and um, she basically, you know, you're good at this. You should start your own business. She just said it. Basically. And and you're like... Okay, and she's like, and so she basically helped me. It was I guess really, she was a lawyer, yeah. Yeah, really easy process of uh, getting my LLC. Yeah, and it was one of those things that at the time it wasn't. Oh yeah, this is what I want again. I this is not what I wanted to do with my life, but it was like, all right, you know what? This isn't a bad idea. It can't hurt.
1: Yeah, you know. I mean, you don't have many other options at that point.
0: Right. Like, Wait, were you still working for Apple? I was still working. At oh, Apple okay. So at I guess point. you could. Yeah. You no, know, and so worst case side gig. Right. Exactly, so um, so yeah, I started my LLC, and kind of in, in uh, similar situations to you, I kind of fell into a lot of it Yeah, that I've never advertised. It's all been word of mouth, and...
1: At what point were you uh, big enough that you didn't have to work at Apple anymore?
0: 2011? So two years-ish? Yeah, and quite honestly, even then, it was... It was what, what it was, caused you
1: to leave Apple. Just you're like, I'm done with this, and yeah, it was good basic, enough.
0: Basically, it was a combination just stupid politics you get at. Like, it, I realized so I was applying for an upper position in the Genius Bar, and I didn't get it. And the way that I was told I didn't get it was really poorly done. And you were
1: like, I have a different job, I'm right? Like, it
0: was basically like I was really upset, and then I was like, Why am I so upset? Like, I know I don't want to stay here, and. This is just stupid. So I basically – I actually kind of felt good. I pulled the manager off that who <laughs> – I did. It you must might, have
1: been in such a good position to be – you must have felt so good to be like, I have this other thing I can totally back up yeah. on.
0: I'm just going to – I wonder if I, I – don't think I still have the email. I sent the – Oh,
1: you should not pull
0: that up. I know. But I remember I was basically like – when he said, oh, you don't get – I'm not – we're not, You're not being promoted like for this X, Y, and Z – And I was kind of not, was taken aback about how it was done. Uh And at the time, like, I couldn't articulate it. And later in the day, I realized, like, why I was so pissed off. And I wrote him a whole email and basically said exactly why I was pissed off. (laughs) Um,
1: Must have been very satisfying.
0: Right. And, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, so I fell into this in a way. And I am very good at computers. I mean, not to toot my own horn, but I'm good at what I do. And I am passionate about it on some level. I don't think I'd be... I'd be still doing it if there wasn't a certain level of passion. Yeah. Um, I think. I think what
1: helped me find my passion in it, basically when I say I'm passionate about uh, games and all that kind of stuff, I've gotten to the point where I need to get a job developing video games or or media production or something like that. And the reason I figured this out is I realized. So right now I live in uh, Lakewood, Colorado, which is. More or less the middle of nowhere in terms of Colorado.
0: Kind, it's like in the Denver it's a metro really... area, but like in no man's land in the Denver yeah. metro area.
1: In, in other words, to get to anywhere interesting, I have to drive at least a half hour. Yes, most 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 interesting things are about a half hour away.
0: And it's also a really weird area. Ju- we will tell you about our July Fourth story. One of these days, <laughs> it's a strange, it so weird.
1: <laughs> but what what cued me in on the fact that video games is the passion that I need to pursue. Is when I realized I don't have any friends or people that I can talk at length with about, about video. video games. Yeah, like Aaron is a person who plays video games. I
0: not on the same level.
1: though. No, I I don't think I could easily sustain a conversation with you about Dark Souls for ninety minutes and you not getting bored out of your mind. Oh uh, yeah, maybe
0: I don't know. I, I would see. We, could see. we could find out one of these days. Do a 90-minute podcast you know that, on Dark Souls. Did you know that E3 was this weekend? I did. Okay, cool. Yes, and I actually... I do follow things. I know E3. I I thought the uh, Cyberpunk 77 looked really awesome. With, with Keanu Reeves? Yeah. Yes.
1: It's gonna be so good. Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah.
0: Okay. Don't you don't, you know don't, what? What? don't underestimate I, me. I take
1: it back. Um, the problem, of course, is that you're 40 minutes away. I know. And so that's not really good.
0: You chose to stay in Lakewood. I'm just gonna put that out there. Yeah, because it's a good place. Mm-hmm. I
1: like my house. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was just this realization that, like, it's not, it's, it's gonna, it's so hard. I, I don't have an outlet for mm-hmm. the thing I have, I'm passionate about, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely mm-hmm. passionate about video games because I will spend ninety hours on a game, meticulously tearing it apart, trying mm-hmm. to figure out every single thing I can do in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the end, I realize I've not wasted that time because it was fun, but I have nothing to show for it. Yeah. Now, if, if instead I could finish that game and be like, okay. I'm going to break this down and I'm going to use that to as break, break this down into its components, try to figure out, analyze it and use that to build whatever game I'm currently working on. Mm-hmm. I think that would just be good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually, that's an, the interesting thing you brought up about not being able to talk to somebody about your mm-hmm. passion or not having somebody who can not having a community. Right. Where you can be like, Oh my God, this is so cool or whatever you want to, however you want to put it. Um, that's definitely something I've struggled with as well. Not in, in a um, less focused manner. Sure. Um, and there's definitely... I can't think of a good example right now where I'll be listening to uh, NPR and something really awesome comes up. And there's 90% that... of the time, I call my dad. Yeah. And even if he's not passionate about it or whatnot... He think, you know. He's like, oh, that's really interesting. And he does the exact same thing with me. Sure, sure. Um, and I think that, honestly, that's one of the things that, it's a bit of a blessing and a curse. I find almost everything fascinating. Like, so I lived with law students for three years through law school. I never, ever in my life want to be a lawyer. <laughs> I find the law absolutely fascinating, though.
1: Yeah, it's a very interesting system of rules that you can poke if you want to... Well, not and just that. What I cases. find
0: so fascinating about the law is it is completely man-made. We're not talking about laws of nature. We are talking about a group of people... Has antiga- agreed. Yeah, like... That this is how we will do it? Right, and like, that is fascinating to me. It's not something I ever want to pursue, though. Um, Like, I find the same thing about... Uh, Oh my god! I, you name a subject, and I will tell you why I think it's fascinating. That doesn't necessarily mean I want to pursue it, though. Yeah, no. and that's kind of a hard thing. That's that's kind of a hard thing for me. Is kind of si- the, sifting through the noise, if you will. Sure, sure. Finding all of these things really interesting and amazing, but being like, well, it's interesting, but. So I just wanted to talk
1: about one one more thing. Um, there was this cool Venn diagram I found a while back that talks about. Uh, This one's specifically about your purpose in life Mm. But I think a better thing is The ideal job for you Mm. (laughs) And So it's it's four circles The circles are labeled What I love What my strengths are What I get paid for And what the world needs And your ideal job Is the one that intersects all those circles If you just look at the, the two that kind of Mix together What I love and what my strengths are That's a passion I'm good at it and it's something I love uh, what my strengths are and what I'm going to get paid for, that's a profession. I'm really good at math. People will pay me for math. So I, I'm right now a professional mathematician. Um, <laughs> my favorite one is what I... No, excuse me. Um, what I love and what the world needs is kind of like a mission. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get paid for it. I'm passionate about it, but... Eh, mm-hmm. I'm yeah, Also, some, for some reason, I'm not very strong at it because according to the Venn diagram... Um, and then what I get paid for and what the world needs is a vocation. Uh, it's not something – I see, I read that as vacation at first, and it nice. confused the hell out of me. Nice. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and then the the intersections of all of these are like you, you get really close. Yeah. What I love, what my strengths are, and what I get paid for, that's uh, that's a, a career more or less. Um, anyways, I, I like this one because – it's a good way of analyzing your current job and seeing whether or not it fits all of these categories. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I work for NREL. I'm doing um, renewable energy studies. Um, I would say it's, it's my strength. I get paid for it and it's something the world needs. Uh, and so it follows into what they've call, classified as a cause. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't say I, I love it. Mm-hmm. I think it's way better than what it's been before, what I, what I was working on before, but ah, there's a, there's an element missing there. Mm-hmm. And I hope that, you know, I can eventually either find the love in this or maybe find something something else. else, In Um, terms of those categories, how would you rate?
0: So this is actually kind of funny. Um, A number of years ago, um, I went to a career counselor. Uh, It was after I started my business, but still, like, not feeling like this is what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And they... I can't think of the name of the test now. Um, Basically, it's like a personality test, but for... Myers-Briggs? No. It's like a personality test, but for job search type stuff. Like, this is the type of career you would be good at. Interesting. And not entirely unsurprising, my answers put me at odds with myself. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, if you're a strength here, these are the type of jobs. If you're a strength here, I am making gestures that you cannot see but I'm going to do it anyways. Up,
1: left, right. Yeah.
0: Um, And it was kind of like, oh, you have a strength on this side and then on the exact opposite side and they don't overlap. Yeah. And so, um, I remember the career counselor was like, I mean, that's kind of interesting. Kind of makes it really difficult to help you though. Yeah. Um, I bet. And like that's...
1: And those kind of questions are so hard because you even ask yourself like, because you you know you're trying to do this to get useful information out of it. So you're not going to... Answer the questions just to answer the questions. Right. You you read those questions like, I know this question contradicts with the previous one, okay, but like like that's how I that's have,
0: my answer. Right. And so that like that's always kind of it's it for me. It's a a frustration and also um, pride. Yeah. Right? I don't. I can see it. That's like that's pretty cool that I am strong in multiple things that don't typically overlap, but it also makes it really freaking difficult to be like okay this is what i want to do with my life yeah i Um, I always
1: kind of wonder what would be like if we lived you know middle ages or something like that what kind of a job would we have yeah would we actually get to do something interesting or would we all just be farmhands
0: right and i think for me what it fundamentally comes down to if you just strip everything else away i like helping people I can see that. And I'm genuine, gen, generally, genuinely, a little of both, <laughs> good at it. And honestly, you know, what I do, I do help people. I don't feel like I am helping enough oftentimes, and, and it can be really overwhelming to think of all that is out there. But I do try and do other things in my life to make a difference uh, in how I see as a positive way. Um One of the things that I can get hung up on, though, is, um, I don't know how you put, almost like, you can be passionate about more than one thing, that you can do something that has no bearing on humanity, like, doesn't help humanity one way or another, Uh but that's awesome, you can still be passionate with it, and, like, that's totally okay. Yeah. There are times where I can get stuck in my head of, um, oh, you're not helping somebody, you're not doing what you should be doing with your life if you're not helping somebody. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't no. know if you can summarize it better than I can.
1: I'm going I'm give to my, give myself a try here. Um, occasionally at night, you know at night, those times where your brain decides to keep you up because it's constantly thinking about so many things. Yes. Occasionally I come to this conclusion that, oh shit, this is where I am. There is nothing I can do about it. How? I know where I want to be but the way to get there... Seems impossible, mm-hmm. and I don't know what to do about it. And so I just you know constantly think, cycle through my mind about things that I can't really do anything about, and just wastes
0: sleeping yeah. time. Right.
1: I don't know if it's anything like what you're talking about, yeah, but totally. like
0: absolutely, yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. And it's funny this entire time I've been staring at my camera equipment, and I have, oh yeah, I really like I really like photography. I don't do it as much as I would like, but. There's a passion there, like that's actually something I can say. I'm passionate about photography. I've got four different lenses now, which is pretty freaking cool.
1: I think to summarize, just to finish this up, because this has also been a very rambly uh, podcast. But let me just say this:
0: way better than the previous one, so much better. And actually, um, we're 46 minutes in. Yeah, I kind of figured that one out. Um, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up before we get two more rambles. dangerously. Yeah. Anyways,
1: uh, I figuring out the thing that you want to do with the rest of your life is a very difficult thing. And two 30 year olds trying to yeah. say that they know what's best is just not going to work. I have no idea what's best. Everyone's different.
0: And I'm I, yeah. I don't think this is not a self-help podcast. God, no, this is,
1: I think honestly what this is, is two people realizing, trying just to what, figure out themselves. Right.
0: And like, what the hell does passion even mean? Uh, it, yeah. yeah, it's a really weird thing. Yeah. It's, and I don't think we answered a question, and that's okay. I Honestly, I just wanted to clean cleanse my palate
1: of our previous episode, because that was so terrible. It really was. It was just... It was just... Like, mundane? No, no. It was uninspired. Oh, that's a good word. Uninspired. Um, I like that. Yeah. So, uh, to finish this okay, up, yes. we're going to do the final
0: word. Yay!
1: Before we do the final word, I'm going to do the final word from... Uh, oh. From the previous podcast, do, just, do, you,
0: do you want to do that or do you want to do you want to hold it off?
1: No, no, no. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna show you what the word was because it was a good word and everyone should know this word. The word was from from Cacistocracy. Cacist...
0: Cacistocracy. Cacistocracy. Huh. Cacistocracy. It is uh, not cats being in charge. No, which was very disappointing to me. Um,
1: another, yeah, I uh, uh, oh, I can't say the Ocracy. Ocracy, Thank you. Is you know a form of government, but a catistocracy...
0: Cacistocracy.
1: Cacistocracy is specifically a form of government that is controlled by the worst, most incompetent, least scrupulous characters. So what we are experiencing right now. Yeah. The the new word, the actual final word for this podcast, is kitsch. 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 Kitsch.
0: I know that word. It's kind of relevant to this. How do you spell it? It's yeah S- um, are you thinking of the word kitschy? Yeah. I think so. Am I thinking of the am I in the right?
1: I mean I think I think an our argument could be made that kitschy is something
0: similar. I'm not trying to think of when I would use the word kitschy. Like I feel like kitschy is when you're describing uh, like a design or
1: It's a, very close. It's very like, close. Yeah.
0: Um that's like a, um, it's almost like a, you can describe like somebody's layout of their house as kitschy or something like that. Yeah, it like, usually
1: kind of has a mild negative connotation, right? right?
0: So, like, so is kitsch design
1: related? It is kind of design related.
0: Um,
1: you want me to just go yeah, for it? Yeah, I think, it's, yeah. Things, uh, movie, art, works of art, that kind of stuff. That are low quality, but might, but many people might find amusing or enjoyable. Yeah, that's and I totally, think,
0: yeah, that's yeah.
1: I think that's kind of relevant to what this might this podcast may be. It's a bit kitschy, a little bit.
0: It's it's. I mean, compared, it's, it's, I wouldn't
1: say it's necessarily low quality,
0: and hopefully it people good. find amusing. I think it was good, a hell of a lot better than the, the procrastination one.
1: It was terrible. Anyways, we'll see you guys next week. Until then, adieu.